You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, and I'm so glad to have you back for another episode of the podcast. Whether you are a business owner, an executive, you are in direct sales, you own your own business. I'm so happy you come here and you choose my podcast to listen to every time a new episode drops. It it makes my heart so happy. Uh, We are approaching, I think, 4 million downloads, which is just mind-blowing when I think about where this podcast started. started as a business tip Tuesday that I would do every Tuesday on my Facebook page at 10 a.m. Business tip Tuesday, eventually podcasting, we kind of came something that was out there. It was kind of a buzz. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to jump on the podcast train. I'm going to launch a podcast. And so I did, I Googled it and my assistant and I launched the, the women inspiring women podcast. And here we are now like six years later with almost 4 million downloads and just serving leaders out there in the field every single day. And I love it so much. And it fills my cup. So today we're going to have a candid conversation and the reason reason that we're going to have this conversation is because I am hearing from people all the way to executives in companies, to owners and CEOs of direct sales companies, to leaders that are in the field, to people that are, you know, in the direct sales industry, sort of in the front line getting started. A lot of people are like, oh, it's so hard. Business is slow. I feel like things are declining. You know, recruitment isn't, isn't really thriving right now. You know, things are just feeling kind of stagnant. Everything just feels harder. And so, you know, when I start to hear a common theme across companies, I start to say, hold up, what is it? What is the reason And how do we sort of address this? What's going to be the action plan? I get really curious. And so since this has been the narrative of conversations that I'm having, I did, I did a deeper dive and, and I'm going to give you some advice. I'm going to give you some perspective and I'm going to challenge you, whether you're listening to this from the leadership standpoint, or you're listening to this from like being new in direct sales, you know, we've been through a lot of changes over the last three years, and I'm going to start there. So for starters, we have to give ourselves just a moment to understand that life has really gone through a drastic 360 over the last two years. And if we rewind, right, we go back to 2020, you know, we look at March of 2020, everybody's lives drastically changed. And people that were driving into offices that were going into jobs were at home, kids were home from school, everything was on lockdown. And we were trying to figure out this new virtual way of doing business. Now, That created massive opportunity in the direct selling space. Why? Because we do a lot of things virtually. I know that Beachbody, which is the company that I've been a part of for the past 10 years, we already offered online health and wellness. I know people like Monet, they already were online, right? A lot of what they do is online, wrote it in fields. But you know what? 
for many of, of our other companies out there, it was, okay, how do I go from party planning in-person events to online and really adapting? So we saw sort of this change beginning to happen. Number one, right? Some of the direct sales companies who did online and did online well, they just boomed. And that was really Beachbody. In 2020, our business blew up, massive growth, massive success, the leaders out the wazoo, people advancing. We were all stuck at home, right? So it was a perfect opportunity for people to really start building their businesses. Also, a lot of direct sales companies did see growth that year. Why? Because people were not distracted by going to their full-time jobs. They now had time to be able to build this side hustle. And a lot of people really started to rethink their careers and where they wanted to go. And direct sales really became a viable option. And people were seeing success. And so in 2020, a lot of companies did see this exponential growth in their direct direct sales businesses. Well, what happened is then we had 2021. And in 2021, it was, okay, we really think that this pandemic is coming to an end. Life is going to get back to normal. And it wasn't. And then it became this, oh my gosh, I am absolutely burnt out. I am exhausted. I have no gas left in the tank. Life, it was just sort of like survival mode. And so people just were at an all-time low. and. I sort of saw that start to happen, you know, as we went into the spring of 2021. And when the world did start to open up, people didn't want to to be tied down. They wanted to be out. They wanted to be about. And so every, all the hard work that people had put in, they were distracted. They wanted to enjoy life. They wanted to be out and about, and there really weren't live events. And there was nothing to really connect people together to the mission in direct sales companies. And so it was just like momentum was lost where in the past we would move from event, whether it was conference or summit or leadership or rewards trips, and that would keep momentum going. We did didn't have that last year. So you add this burnout and exhaustion and, oh my gosh, we're still in this pandemic and we're not together and we can't really create, it's hard to create that shared vision. People were starting to disconnect. And so slowly things started to unravel last year. And by the end of 2021, it really was, we went from the highest of high at the beginning of the year to the lowest of the low. And now we're in 2022 and a lot of people in the direct sales space are trying to rebuild. They're trying to rebuild from 2020. They're trying to rebuild their organization. They're actually questioning whether or not they can still do this. And then on top of it, social media is ever evolving and changing. And so you add on a new layer and a lot of companies that are also trying to find their footing on the, in the online space. So They're trying to figure out how to actually promote their sales and promote their businesses online when they were so used to doing in-person events and parties. And so we have a lot of moving parts and pieces. And I think it's fair to first recognize the roller coaster that we've been on. And it's also fair to say, listen, no matter what, anytime there's a shakeup and there's a disruption it's time for us to evaluate the way we do business. It's time for us to say, all right, if I want to grow my company, my organization, my downline from where it is today to where I want it to be tomorrow, I can't keep doing the same things that I have been doing yet expecting different results. Why? 
Because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And we have to switch it up. We have to change things a little bit. Now, that doesn't mean that everything that I've done over the past 10 years, I'm just going to wipe my hands of it and I'm going to just start over from scratch. But it is really a time to evaluate. It really is a time to say, okay, what am I going to do differently? I'm, I'm a quarter of the way through the year. I'm a quarter of the way through the year. And if you're evaluating your business in terms of revenue, in terms of recruitment, in terms of sales, size of team, leadership, if you're not where you want to be, we need to make a change now. Because if we get to July and to August and we're still doing the same things, we're we're just creating a bigger separation from where we want to be at the end of the year. Okay, from where we want to be at the end of the year. And we need to catch it now. We need to course correct. And so quarterly evaluation is something I do with my organization. It's what I do with my leaders. It's what I teach people that I mentor, you know, on every level is we're always evaluating the effectiveness of where we're putting our time, energy and resources. So that's number one. And most often when I sit down and I evaluate with a leader where they're at, where they want to go. There's a couple of gaps. First thing I always notice with people is that they're focused on what's going wrong instead of what's going right. Now, I think I shared this in another podcast episode that I did, but I'm going to share it again here. So if we are focused, right, if we're focused on, let's say we're skiing, we're skiing down the mountain. And this happened to me when I was learning to ski in Utah, when I was out there for an advisory board meeting, one of our team building activities was we were going to learn how to ski. We were going to go skiing. And so the instructor, you know, was teaching me, okay, Melanie, you never want to look, you don't want to fix your eyes on the cliff, right? You always want to look towards the inside of the mountain because wherever you fix your gaze is where your skis are going to go. And he's like, and so if you fix your gaze on going over the cliff side, you, that's where you're going to go. So we're going to focus inward. And the whole time I'm going down that mountain, I am focused on the inside of that mountain. So I am nowhere near that cliff. Well, right now in business, there are a lot of people that are focused on, oh my gosh, everybody's quitting. Oh my gosh, my social media is not working. Oh my goodness, nobody wants to join me. The only people that are following me are bots, right? Why why is she doing so good and I'm not doing well? Why is that company recruiting way better than we are? And so if we're just focused on what's going wrong constantly, 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 why aren't these people building their business? Why can't I? We need to make sure that we aren't focused on what's going wrong. We need to start focusing on what's going right, what we can control. And that is so incredibly important. So if right now you are saying to yourself, my business is falling apart and nobody is working, let's not try to talk the people into coming back and working the business. Let's not try to save people. Because like I said in my last podcast episode, what happens when you try to save people? When you think if I just get them together in a room, I can get them fired up again. That may be true. But we need to change our narrative. We need to start to say to ourselves, all right, what are the kind of people I do want to attract into my business? Who and am I showing up that way? Am I speaking to the woman or the man who wants to work? 
Am I speaking to the person who wants to change their circumstances? When I write posts and content or website content or blog content or even doing podcasts, am I speaking to the go-getter that is not sitting there saying, woe is me, but I'm speaking to the person that says, I realize I have control of my circumstances. I just need a guide. I'm hungry to learn. I have a CEO mindset. I will figure it out. I will, you know, I will troubleshoot until I find what is going to work, but I just need a mentor and a guide. Maybe that's you, but I want you to start asking yourself, like, am I talking in that way? When you go into a team meeting, are you speaking to the people who are, who are hungry for new growth? Or are you trying to please the people that are always complaining, that are always whining? There's always something wrong with the compensation plan. There's always something more we could offer in terms of products. If I only had these supplements, my business would do well. If only that, you know, jewelry line wasn't always sold out, then I could build my business, right? Or are we focusing on those people that constantly have excuses. So I got to challenge you on that. I really have to challenge you to say, where has your focus been? So if your focus isn't in the right direction, let's fix it. Let's start to think about the kind of team, the kind of organization, the kind of people that we want to bring in, because I would venture to say that most of you listening right now, you do want to build a team. But I would also say that if I went to your social media and I looked at what you're posting, if I looked at your stories, if I looked at your content for 30 days, I bet you're not talking about the business opportunity consistently enough to get results. I bet you're not positioning yourself as a business mentor. And this is the one area that I find that people do have such a difficult time with. And I'm not sure why it's a confidence thing for sure. I I would venture to say it's mostly confidence, but you got to talk about what you bring to the table. You've got to talk about, Hey, when you join my team, right? When you join my team, you are going to get access to my resources, my documents. I'm going to, you know, you're going to get access to, you know, training. I'm going to guide you every step of the way. Or when you become part of our team, you become part of our family, right? We not only love you for who you are, but we support you and empower you in everything that you do. Also, you got to show people how you build the business. You got to talk about that, especially if you're building your business online through media. I, as a, as a direct sales you know, top distributor for 10 years, guys, I was on my stories talking about how I built the business in the pockets of time, how I found people to join my business, right? What I had to offer, how you could do it too, right? I was showcasing that stuff. And I was saying, if you want to build a business, I am the girl for you. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't saying, oh, well, if you're thinking about it, you know, hit me up. Or if you ever want to make a couple extra bucks. No, I was like, if you want to build a business, if you want to build a team, I can help you do that. Now I will tell you, I didn't know what I was doing at the beginning, but I figured it out. Okay. So confidence I in confidence takes work. It's like a muscle that we're always, always working at to strengthen. So my, my first point is really, you have got to talk about the business more. If you want to grow a team, you have to talk about the business and you have to talk about the kinds of people you want to attract to your team. You almost want to attract people in that have that same go-getter vibe while simultaneously repelling the people that are full of excuses, that don't want to work, right? That are woe is me, that are always looking at the negative. So you, it is okay 
if you turn those kinds of people off because they're not your people. We don't want to talk people into doing the business with us because ultimately, if we talk them into doing it and they weren't really like sold on it from the beginning on their own, they're most likely going to be the ones that resign, cancel, or don't follow through with it. Okay. Also, when I look at is network marketing really harder than it was 10 years ago? No, it's not really harder. It's just different, to be quite honest with you. It's very different. So where 10 years ago, I could throw up, you know, five posts a day on Facebook, and it was all about posting a lot of content, and it wasn't even necessarily about quality. Today, you have to be a little more strategic about that. You can't really spam people. And so when I look at the way we used to do business to the way that we do business now, the same principles apply. It's just the delivery of the message that has changed. I still need to talk to people. I can't just post on Facebook and Instagram and expect that people are going to come out of the woodwork and find me. I still have to connect. And I think that we've gotten away from that a little bit. We don't want to do the gritty work anymore, right? We feel like sometimes when we've been in the business for a while, that that's beneath us, right? I deserve, because I've been in direct sales for six, seven, eight, nine years, people should just come to me. I shouldn't have to work this hard. And I will tell you, if you're the kind of person right now that's like, I shouldn't have to work this hard, then then I'm going to like point to the door because listen, I still work this hard 10 and a half years later. And I at no point in my life say to myself, like, I shouldn't have to work this hard. Okay. Because I just know that's what building a business is like. And it's not that it's like awful hard work. I know what to do. It's just, I'm, it's never beneath me. So I want you to say to yourself, number one, I got to be willing to do the grit work, which means if I have gotten away from connecting, inviting, going out and finding my ideal target client and engaging with them, I need to get back to that. I just did a a call this morning for our direct sales done right mentorship. I did a training. And at the very beginning, we were talking about we were talking about how they they weren't actually connecting with enough people to develop a pipeline to invite from. Then that in, invitation pipeline wasn't big enough to get to the number of customers they wanted for the month. And I said, if you want to sign up three customers in this month, then you need to invite 30 people, which means that you need to be connecting with 300 people every single month, right? In order to have 30 invites funnel from that. And then one out of every 10 is going to say yes. Now that's for a new person. Obviously your percentage rate goes up, but are you connecting with 300 people every single month on social media? Do you make it a point to sit down and say, I'm going to connect with 10 to 20 new people every single day? It actually takes no more than 10 minutes. It's just a discipline of doing it. Most people will fill their calendar and fill their to-do list with everything else than just sitting down and connecting with people. So that's number one. Like it can't be, that's not number one. Guys, I always do that. I'm sure you always laugh at me. Those of you that are really detail oriented probably are like, she always counts and says bullet points, but then never finishes the follows through. It's, it is, it is totally about just getting gritty with it and not saying the work is beneath me. I got to get in there and I have to get back to connecting, inviting, and just making that something that's non-negotiable. It's part of my income producing activity tracker. 
blocker. It goes on my make she happen time blocker and I'm committed to it because if you need to build up your funnel, if your team has fallen apart, if you kind of rode the wave of 2020 and the high that came with your direct sales business, you've got to start that engine again. And it's a cold start and we got to work really hard at it. Okay. The next thing, you know, in when we were were starting in direct sales, sure, I went down through my inbox and I messaged every single person. Every person I started at A, I went to Z, invited them to the opportunity, invited them to my accountability group. And you know what? Some people were interested, but spamming people is not the right way to do it back then. And it's not the right way to do it now. What we need to do is we need to intentionally connect like I just shared, but then we need to make sure that we're actually having purposeful content that goes out there. And that's what's a little bit different. Before it was, let me just, you know, talk about my jewelry and post a picture of it and say, buy it here and drop a link, right? And so that works great if you're an influencer with lots of followers and you're fashion, you're into fashion, but it doesn't work really well if you do that over and over and over again, and you're not known for that yet. It doesn't do really well if all you do is show up and sell your product. If I look at your social media feed, whether it's Facebook and Instagram and every post is buy this product, buy this, it's on sale. And that's all I see. I have already tuned you out. And I'm like, she just wants me to buy her product. But if you show up on social media and you give me styling tips. And I'm, I'm looking at my necklace as I'm recording this right now. So that's, what's making me think about jewelry is if, if you are like, I, I, I sell jewelry and I love it. And I want it's simple everyday looks. And I do different tutorials. It's like how to dress it up, how to, you know, do date night, look daytime, look, work looks, right? Simple pieces that are timeless, how to change your pieces for the different seasons, right? So if I come to your page and I know that I'm going to get styling tips, I'm going to get fashion, right? You're going to give me some of your favorite bargains and buys. I'm going to come back because number one, it might be something that I'm interested in. So I know that you're going to add value. And let's say, you know, every week you have like your styling tip of the week or it's your jewelry feature for the week. I'm going to show up because I like your style and I like who you are. Okay. Same thing in the health and wellness industry. I have a lot of people that show up and follow my page because I shared tons of recipes about clean eating and my kids because I talked a lot about how I eat healthy as a family, how I meal prep how I plan. And yes, when you came to my page, sure, I was going to sell my support and accountability group, but you could come there and get recipes every week. You could get tutorials on how to meal plan. You could get inside scoop on how I grocery shop, right? I gave you ingredient swaps. You could come to my page and learn, especially, and I attracted people who wanted to learn how to eat better. Do you do that? Or is it just pictures of you 
and the product or pictures of you showing yourself doing something? Or is it actually value added and thought provoking? Are you engaging your followers? So when I say engaging your followers, you could ask a very simple question. And I just did this the other day with my profile photo, which profile photo is the most professional that really kind of speaks my brand, A, B, or C. And so I asked for people's opinion. Also, when we were planning our Disney trip that we're going on next month, I asked my followers for advice on Disney. That's bringing people into the social media platform and engaging them. And it becomes reciprocal when you do that, right? And you make your social platform more of like, this is my community. These are my tribe. I'm kind of letting you into my life, but I'm also going to share my expertise and what I'm passionate about. Now you start to create this vibe of similar people, but it It's not the snap of a finger. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to be consistent long enough to see the brand sort of develop. And each one of you in direct sales is your own individual brand, right? You're just a a micro influencer underneath of the umbrella, whether it's Beachbody, it's Modere, it is Trades of Hope, it is Essential Bodywear, whatever it might be, Jordan Essentials, right? You are a small micro micro influencer and you get to create that brand. Like what is your unique spin on what you do and why you do it? Embrace that. It means we do have to be a little bit more creative. Nothing wrong with that. You know, it's not any harder. It just, you have to have put some thought into it. And even from day one, I put thought into the content that I post. I put thought into how I put it out there, but that just means you have to get better at planning. Okay. And you really have to be known for something. You have to be known for your unique way that you approach the business. That is key. If you don't know that, we really got to dial that in and we got to make sure we're known for that one specific thing. We got to have that strategy, right? We got to serve people quality content. If we're just throwing up links, if we're just throwing up stock photos or random quotes that don't really have a purpose, We might get a little bit of engagement at the beginning, but it's not going to be sustaining long-term. All right? So creativity, value, strategy. And listen, here's the thing. At the end of the day, network marketing isn't harder. It's not harder today. But people don't want to be led. People want to be a part of something. I am still, to this day, seeing people have massive growth in direct sales. Why? Because the leader is on fire. The leader is sharing vision, is communicating with the organization where we're going and how we're going to get there. They're addressing problems and they're saying, look, I know that we have X, Y, and Z as some of our biggest obstacles, but here is what I'm doing as your leader to address them. We're investing in a coach. We're investing in this product. We're investing in this new training system, right? And I am committed as your leader, CEO, whatever, to figuring it out. And when people know that you care about them, when people know that you are like, I understand that it is my duty and obligation to show up and lead you, and I will figure this out, and you will see me figure it out, messy, messy action. When we get vulnerable and say, I don't have all the answers, but I know sure as heck I'm going to figure it out, people get on board with that. And when people see you get gritty, when people see you as the leader, dig in and try new things and make mistakes and get back up, 
They want to be a part of that. And they're going to work harder too, because people work hard when they know that they are making an impact. So I want to make sure that as you're listening to this right now, you are saying to yourself, what do I need to do to rally my people, to get them excited? And if nobody gets excited with me, what am I doing to go out there and say, all right, I'm going to focus on rallying new people bringing new people in? What are some of the ways that maybe I need to change my messaging, the way that I train, the way that I lead so that I am stepping into 2022? I am really looking at the way we build direct sales businesses today, not maybe the way that we did three or four years ago. What do I need to change? What what, what thought schools of thought do I need to break up with? And how do I get people on board without making it so emotionally draining? How do I get people excited about the process of where we are going next? You guys, this is something I do in private coaching. This is something I do in the leadership mastermind. This is something I do when I work with companies and and I come in and I contract with them and I help them build programs for their organization. And I love it. I love nothing more than to help create system and processes to help companies and organizations succeed. And I know that we are not stuck. We are exactly where we're supposed to be right now. We're going through this time on purpose because we are supposed to change. We are supposed to elevate. We are supposed to rise up because in order to get to the next level, we can't stay where we are at today. We're not staying stuck. We're not focused on what used to work and how the good old days were. We're focused on what we need to do today in order to make tomorrow an amazing opportunity for the people around us. So what do you need to do? How do you need to reevaluate things? How do you as a leader or an individual need to show up differently? What in today's podcast episode absolutely resonated with you on a foundational level to your core? I want to hear from you. Send me an email. You can email me at mmitro at melaniemitro.com. You can tag me on Instagram. You can screenshot this podcast episode. You can send me a DM. You can tell me what you loved about today's podcast episode. And in the show notes, I always put ways for you to connect with me. You can visit melaniemetro.com, chicinfluencer.com. I, I offer private coaching, leadership masterminds, direct sales mentorship, social media coaching, and then private consultations, contracts that we do for other companies and teams as well. So if you are feeling feeling stuck, please know you don't need to stay there. I promise there is a way out and we are in this together and we are going to figure it out. All right. New levels, new devils, new heights, new successes. It is going to be our best year yet because you are going to make it that way. All right. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys, as always go leave me a rating and review over on iTunes. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I will see you next week for another episode.